0: And also knowing all too early that something just wasn't right, I seem to recall that by the age of about six, I was pretty certain I was some kind of alien. Welcome to the ADHD Life Letters, the podcast for people with ADHD and for people who just want to understand it a little bit more. I'm your host, JM, and I'm a certified life coach and a professional cellist, And I also have ADHD. Hello and welcome to the official, official first episode. I was like, last time I thought that's the first episode, the pilot. The pilot wasn't the first episode. This is the first episode because it's, um, because it's the first, because it's the, yeah, it's welcome to the first episode of ADHD Life Letters. Okay, it's fine. So today, today I'm going to talk to you about why I actually got an ADHD diagnosis in the first place. Um, Interestingly, after the pilot that a couple of my test listeners listened to, one of the first things they said is, you know what, Jay, would love to know why you actually went for an ADHD diagnosis in the first place. I mean, you know, you do all this stuff and you're super productive and you get all these things going. So it doesn't make sense for you to go for an ADHD diagnosis. And at the same time, kind of like, that's almost um every reason to go for a diagnosis but kind of not. To the point, straight to the point for once, I went and got an ADHD diagnosis because my youngest kiddo, who is who I already knew is neurodiverse, so my youngest kiddo uh is dyslexic. Um but he was doing stuff that there is there is no way you just can't, it's the kind of behavior, you just can't teach it. And it's, it's the sort of things he was saying or, and doing. And I was like, he hasn't picked those up from me. There is no way, there is no way that he's picked those up from me. Just no. And then skills and behaviors were just, some of them were things that I did as a kid. And it's not kind of like, so, so obviously I'm musical. I say, obviously, this might, you know, you might not even know me, but you've heard the intro. So I'm musical. I am a professional cellist, but I had this thing where I was um, extremely gifted and talented at being able to listen to a piece of music and then just playing it. I can still do it. It's not even slightly difficult. So I can hear something and go, yep, yeah, cool. Yeah, it goes like this. I'm not pitch perfect. I do not have perfect pitch. I'm still a bit, annoyed about that, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm not bitter. I'm absolutely not bitter. But I could listen to something. I could sit at the piano and do it. I could pick up a guitar and do it. I could do it on the ukulele. And as a result, actually, I do play a stupid number of instruments because it's like, hey, I can play all these pieces on all of these instruments and it's really not hard. Why can't everyone else do this? But then I would hate having lessons on those instruments. Like if any time a teacher came to me, I was like, right, we can see that you are really enjoying this instrument. So we're going to make you have lessons on it. I was like, uh, nah, I don't want to. I just don't want to. I no. Please don't make me. I would rather do something else. Anything else. I don't mind. But it was weird because I love the instrument. I loved learning. I love learning new stuff. I was like, I couldn't get enough. I would get bored super freaking fast. So like the teachers, it got to the point where when I did have lessons, the teachers couldn't keep up. My cello teacher, I think I honestly think she loved me and hated me in equal measure because she would give me a taxing piece of music and be like, ha ha, you'll never learn this. It's too difficult. And then by the following lesson, like the next week, I'd have learned like the first three pages without so much as batting an eyelid. Um, and even worse, I'd have the first three pages learned from memory because, well, because I would hyper focus on them. But anyway, my kiddo, my youngest kiddo, who we shall call little small, there's a joke in there and I'll explain it one day. Little small would um, go and listen to some music. He really loves Avengers at the moment so he go and listen to some music go and listen to the Avengers soundtrack or whatever and then he go to the piano with his laptop, listen to it, and then play it Now, if you've listened to any of the Avengers music, it's not exactly straightforward and the thing is it wasn't just Avengers, it was Avengers, it was uh, Star Wars, it was uh, the, is it the last Avatar, Airbender, the last avatar. Like he loves that kind of stuff. And so he would just be like, Right, I really love the music. So I'm gonna go play it. But then he would also be watching the TV show and there's the soundtrack in the background, and then he'd go, Oh, I love this bit. I'm like, Oh yeah, the characters are really cool here, aren't they? And he'd be like, No, 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 the music in the background, can't you hear it? I'm like, okay, so you're not listening to the characters, and then he'd say, Yeah, no, I've no idea what they've just said. I'm listening to the music though, the music's great. I'm thinking, that's interesting. I can relate to that. Now, the problem that we have is a lot of the things that he was doing, so, like, the music was, was a really, really big deal, um, but a lot of the things he was doing didn't really seem like enough independently to make me raise an eyebrow, but collectively, it was both eyebrows. Like, both eyebrows were full-on, uh, yes, hi, what is actually happening here? Other things would be, um, it would be the fidgeting. It would be the extremes of fidgeting. So, I mean, he would bounce his knees, he would uh, flap his hands, he would do repeated actions. And then in this, like a second later, he'd be just be, it'd be like he's a statue and I remember thinking it's fine he's, he's a kid he's fine he's a kid you know he's got energy and he's just doing what kids do and then I thought yeah Jay you fidget all the time and you are a knee bouncer and I, it was little things it was all those little things and you know what was the most important thing it was my gut feeling following my gut feeling and looking at these little things that little small was doing I remember thinking okay all right look 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 Gut instinct mom's instinct and gut instinct um brought about um both of the smalls um oh my God, what is the word dyslexia diagnosis like for the longest time ever I was saying um and you know God they were like four and five at the time for the longest time ever I was saying though something something's not clicking or something's not right or something's not standard, something's not normal. I don't know what the word is, but something is just out of place. Everyone was all, no, Jay, you're just being an overprotective mom. They're fine. You're fine. Calm down. Get over it. In a year's time, you'll see they're absolutely fine. In a year's time, they sort of were fine, but still weren't. Um, they just got really, really good at hiding it. Really, really good at hiding it. So by the time they got to sort of late primary school, so we're talking, I don't know, uh, eight and nine-ish, a teacher said to me, you know what, actually, yeah, no, you want to take them for a dyslexia diagnosis because I think something's up. They do stuff that, uh, yeah, it's not, in line with the norm and the trends and the stuff. I'm kind of like, no, it's okay. It's just my kids are just awesome. That's all. And she's like, no, 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 please go and tell them for a dyslexic diagnosis. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll tell them for dyslexic diagnosis. Lo and behold, dyslexic, both of them. All right, fine. I trust my gut. And when I saw Little Small doing these things, I can't even, I think it was the music that just kind of pushed me over the edge. When I saw him doing all these little things and I started to put two and two together and and was getting like four point three. I thought right, okay. Let me just let me just search Doctor Google. Now, Doctor Google, we all know is not the best place. Da 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 I know it's not. Doesn't have the answer to everything. But I decided when I research, I decided to actually go down the um, journals and articles route rather than does my kid. I mean, actually, I wanted to get um, as close to an official answer as I possibly could just by looking on the internet. I worked out very quickly that if I was going to take him for any kind of diagnosis on the NHS, God bless the NHS, wow, if they're even still going by the time you listen to this, um, I knew it was going to take two or three years. So I was like, okay, well, let's look down the private route. Private route, oh my God, not cheap, but at the same time, Worth it because I knew I could get a fast diagnosis. However, I was still thinking, do you know what? If I'm going to put him through a barrage of tests, then I want to put myself through a barrage of tests. And that's what happened. So, whilst I was looking at ADHD in kiddos, I thought, let me just take a step back and look a bit more at ADHD in adults, particularly, particularly ADHD in women girls, women, girls, women, females, I looked at what was expected or what was anticipated or what was, um, standard, if you like, for girls with ADHD. And it was all the classics quite often is quiet. Um, will people please, will go out of their way to help others. I mean, I know a lot of this can come from trauma and I do, I, at the time I was coming from a place of trauma, but there were also things that just kind of made me think, no, no, that's not trauma. This isn't trauma. And also knowing all too early that something just wasn't right. I seem to recall that by the age of about six, I was pretty certain I was some kind of alien. Not like, and not even, oh, I'm an alien from another planet, or um, I'm some kind of adopted, and so that's why I don't fit in. I mean. Holy frick, does nobody actually think this way? Why does everybody do that stuff, but nobody does it like this? Why are people behaving that way? Why don't I understand people? How can I not understand people? Everyone else seems to have the easiest time understanding people, and I'm having a nightmare of it, and nobody's explaining why. And even more so, people want me to do all this stuff and are expecting me to do all this stuff, and they're like, it's really easy come on now, you should be able to do it, and I'm like, uh, yeah, but I can't, and I don't know why, and nobody's listening, same thing with my kiddo, same thing with my kiddo, so looking back on all of that, I thought, huh, all right, okay, well, that that there's a big flag, red flag right there, okay, that's fine, let's keep going, and then I got to the point where I found I could do, um, sort of online diagnos online pre-diagnosis tests. So they're kind of like, they're not official diagnosis tests, but quite frankly, having done the diagnosis now, they're about as close to the official test as you can possibly get. Um, and it's usually like a, a questionnaire. Some of them are um, like 30 questions, some of them are 50 questions, um, but they're all very much the same like, do you have this? Do you do that? How do you experience this? How do you find that? What does this feel like? What does that feel like? And even as I was going through them, as I was answering them, it became more and more clear that, oh yeah, other people don't really do this, do they? Oh no, God, no. And um, yeah, then my world fell out of its backside. So that's a vivid image. Visual thinker, that's delightful. So yes, so there was all that going on. And there were so many things, as I was going through the questions, there were so many things I thought, I'm 99% certain that if Little Small were to answer this questionnaire, his answers would be the same as mine. Now, uh, I made him do a couple of the tests. And interestingly, as he was doing them, he was all yeah, you know what, mummy? I often feel like other people are weird, but I'm the weird one. And so that's really confusing. It doesn't make sense to me. And I'm thinking, yeah, mate, kiddo, yeah, I know, I know. I got you, my dude, I got you. So things like that, there was just so much going on. And, you know, when you feel something in your gut and you know you can trust your gut when you're that in tune with it, you know perfectly well that you can follow it through and see what the heck is going on, because that's exactly what happened with myself and Little Small. Now, it was interesting that um, I initially felt it with Little Small. I don't feel that Big Small has ADHD. I feel like he may have um, maybe mild traits of ADHD, but he doesn't do an awful lot of the stuff that just to me, screams ADHD. Now, I'm not going to diagnose you. I'm not going to diagnose my kids. Um, to an extent, I could diagnose myself, but I'm not going to dish out official diagnosis because I'm not qualified to do so. However, it was, for me, yeah, I, I would look at little small and be all, uh, yeah, you just yeah, welcome to the club. Big, small, um, I would be jealous of the fact that he could sit there and have absolutely nothing in his head and just not think anything and totally chill out. I'm like, dude, how do you do that? How are you not thinking anything? How do you just go to sleep without, you know, worrying about the And yeah, so things like that. Very, very, very clear to me personally, they they jumped out, they leapt out at me. So it was actually... um it was actually looking at little small seeing all the things that he was doing seeing all the things that he was going through it made me think Do you know what apples don't fall far from the tree so let me go and get myself diagnosed first so i did the tests i went for my the first part of my diagnosis ding 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 yeah have adhd combined type and it wasn't even a query it wasn't even like well you sort of answered this question kind of maybe just over the boundary no it was clear as freaking day ADHD combined type, no doubt, no questions at all. With that in mind, that made me think, right, okay, so it's hereditary generally, often, more often than not. And that got me thinking about my parents. Um, I don't think my mom is ADHD, but I think my dad was. I looked at um, the struggles that he had uh, as an adult. I thought back to the stories that I heard from when he was a kid, and I'm kind of like, yeah, Uh it explains a lot. It explains so much. And it was that repeating pattern of seeing the same things, the same behaviours, the same, I want to say kookiness, but I don't like using the word kookiness in this respect, but the same kookiness over and over again in my dad, in myself, and in little small. And that was the thing, that it was just seeing it specifically in people that made me think, right, okay, I'm going to go and get myself diagnosed, get myself tested, Check out the diagnosis, lo and behold, ADHD. So I, that's where I got my ADHD diagnosis, and I know that there's a lot of people out there as well who are thinking the same thing. They've gotten their kid diagnosed, and they're now thinking, "Okay, so do I have ADHD?" Do you know what? I think it's worth going for a diagnosis if you feel that it will give you answers and/ or give you some kind of clarity. If you don't want a diagnosis, I would absolutely say fine. Don't go for it. If you want to self-diagnose, I, in my opinion, just as valid because it can still answer a ton, and I do mean a ton of questions. I'm not going to go into um, the clarity of it for me today, but that could be a future episode, which I'm now scribbling notes because you know I'm going to have forgotten that by the time I get to the next sentence. But certainly worth looking into. Hopefully. Hopefully, this has been a little bit helpful for you in terms of figuring out what the heck your next step might be, depending on where you are in the uh diagnoses uh time frame. Um, you may just be exploring. You may be thinking. You may be very near the end of it all and thinking, Do you know, it's just time, just just go and get the diagnosis. But whatever you choose, um, just find a support network. I'm happy to help and support, but find a support network because um. It provides a ton of answers and it can turn your world upside down, but it's, it's helpful. A diagnosis one way or another, self or otherwise, is helpful. I came to mine by looking at everything else going on and since things have made a lot more sense, it's been a rough ride, but things have made a lot more sense. So hopefully, hopefully that answers a question. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you subscribing so that I can just pop this straight into your inbox. And then you don't even have to do anything. I mean, how, how great is that? Like you don't even have to think, oh, pants, I forgot to check when the nep- next episode, nep episode, next episode is and I've completely forgotten. And now I'm 17 episodes behind and I've got to play catch up. It's fine. Subscribe. The link is in the show notes. Subscribe and I will pop the link or the update directly into your inbox because I'm lovely like that and I want to help you you know I want to help you I love to help you um so yeah I can do that for you so it'll be a week until the next episode if you want to get in touch with me please do come find me on instagram jm.coach that's jm.coach find me on twitter that's cosmic girly in fact yeah either one of those is really really cool but it'd be really, really great to hear from you. I hope you have enjoyed today. Don't forget to go and close that kitchen cupboard. Please, please, please take the washing out of the washing machine. Go and drink a glass of water and enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you for being so utterly, utterly brilliant. Thank you.